and welcome to the Money Magic Podcast with Pangile Makwakwa. This is the podcast where we talk about trauma and how it affects our finances and our lives. I help women of color unlock ancestral wisdom so they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase income, and live their best lives. This podcast was birthed when I started having conversations with private clients and students in my online courses about the remarkable shifts they'd had in their finances and started receiving feedback and updates from people on how these conversations were helping them understand their family dynamics and financial behavior. I've seen how unlocking ancestral wisdom has helped me pay off $60,000 in debt, buy property, launch and grow my company Wealthy Money into a six-figure business in US dollars as I travel and live in various countries on the globe. I've lived in over eight countries and traveled to many more as I built this company. My intention with this podcast is to provide you with weekly episodes that help you understand the importance of healing and help you understand your relationship with money better so you can start making different financial decisions and creating a life you love for yourself and future generations. So without further ado, let's get started and dive into this week's episode. Hey Money Magicians, welcome to today's episode, the fourth episode in the Money Magic uh, series where I interview Money Magic students about their journey uh, on the course. So today, is, um, my name is Vangile Makwakwa, if you've just joined, and I'm the founder of Wealthy Money and the teacher over at Wealthy Money Academy and for the Money Magic course. So my fourth guest is my sister, my little sister, Hani Makwakwa. So I've got her on to talk about her story of being a student and why she signed up and paid to be a student. I feel like I need to emphasize and paid. So welcome, <laughs> honey. <laughs> Hi, Magile. Thank you so much for having me. Hello, wealthy ones. <laughs> yeah. So, honey, tell us about yourself and what you do. Okay, I am a Sangoma, I'm a storyteller, and I'm a stylist. Um, maybe less so a stylist these days, more a storyteller, and just a strategist. So, Sangoma, strategist, storyteller. Um, I live in South Africa. Unlike my sister, I do not want to live across the world all the time. Um, I, I travel a lot. I enjoy travel. I enjoy art, shopping, the culture. And actually, I enjoy doing the work. And I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, what does money mean to you? How would you describe money to an alien who just landed on Earth? Woo. I would probably say money is the frequency of providence or the, the currency of providence, right? So okay. if you need something, you need money. So mm. that's it, you know? 
Yeah. So, yeah. so that's how right. you describe money. I love it. The yeah. currency of providence. Providence being? Providence being that all knowing source energy that provides for our needs. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't want to, well, I can call it God. Like God's providence, God's divine providence. It is what it is, you know? And money yeah. is what we use on this planet, in this parallel, right now. That's the thing that makes the thing happen. Okay, okay, I'm hearing you. So, yes. honey, when did you start suspecting that your money story wasn't just about money? that there was something more beyond uh, your money story, that it wasn't just about knowing how to budget, all that stuff. Um, so I feel like my money story was kind of straight up and simple. Like I would, first sort of interactions with money, daddy used to give us money whenever yeah. we'd spend. That was when, yeah. like, now person was actually carrying cash, you know. Yeah. They split up and then he would come and, you know, hand you some cash. That felt good. That was nice. And then <laughs> um, later on, with the modeling and the, all the stuff, and you were sending money in high school. So money yeah. was like, it was just, it was so straightforward, you know. Money comes in, yeah. it gets you things that you need done. Um, yeah. went to college, went and then had a part-time job and worked and had money to do stuff with. Yeah. yeah. Started working. Like, okay, maybe <laughs> like, I don't know how to do this money thing, right? Fine. Yeah. Um, by the grace of God, got married to somebody with a little bit more money than me. <laughs> and that money was nice. But the thing that was crazy for me was um, my first husband sat me down once and said, are you aware you've spent 50,000 pounds this month? I had nothing. 50,000 pounds. I had nothing to show for it. Nothing. I hadn't bought an actual thing. I don't know what was going on. So that's when I thought, okay, something is up. Like I need to, to, to like, become aware. I don't know what's up. Do you know? That's like um, literally a million rand in one month that you spent. When you put it like that, sounds slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> like a million rand would take me far, far. <laughs> 50,000 rand would take me far right now. I was sharing like, in the masterclass how I did a masterclass on Sunday and I was sharing how you and I have had very, very different money stories, even with the same upbringing, how like you can have the same upbringing, same parents and still come out with wildly different money stories. Like I could not fathom like attracting 50,000 pounds years ago, like you did and then like spending it all and still being okay you know that was like and i think this shows how you can 
have the same upbringing, be taught the same things about money and still have like very different ways of manifesting money, have different money set points, have different ways of spending money, different ways of making money. But I digress. Let's go back to money stories, just like what money means. Do you know what I mean? And like everything you do with money, you know? Um, The funny thing was that like, okay, yeah, at that moment in time, it didn't freak me out because like nobody was freaking out. It was just like, are you aware of this problem situation? And I was like, okay, I need to become aware of this problem. Do you know? But then there was, there was a lot of things that were going on in that dynamic that, you know, I don't know that I would have felt comfortable doing something substantial with that money. Do you know? Because there was another layer to that relationship and having that access to that money, you know, was all kind of tied into that. But then later on, after the end of that situation and, and trying to start again, I started yeah. to certain patterns, do you know? Yeah. And um, yeah. just self-comforting, yes. you know? And then yes. I was like, okay, I, I seem to not be able to control this, yes. you know? And I know that it's, it's like, it's something else, do you know? Mm. Like, it's not like, mm. like I'm trying my best and I'm working hard and it's not that the money like itself isn't there. It's just that the things that you're trying to do is not coming together because yo, I know there was a lot going on. Yeah. 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 So, wow. Um, And then like, what made you want to join the money magic course? And I'll ask the follow-up question as well, right? Like why, join the Money Magic course, and and also do your work as a Sangoma. Like, shouldn't that be enough? Like, you're already a healer. Why do you need this course? Um, I feel like that's the question because that's often what most people think. They think that it's either or. I go to a healer and I see a Sangoma and then my money issues will resolve themselves, obviously, you know? (laughs) Okay, so there's I I, I want to keep those questions separate because it's like okay, the reason fantastic. why I joined the course. I joined. Yeah. I I became a money magic student before I became a sangoma. Yes, true. Right. Yeah. So I started coaching with you in 2012. Yes. Right. Um, yes. At that time, I could not. I I was so. By the time we started. I started coaching with you February of 2012. Certain things had happened that had been kind of precursors to what was yet to happen in my business, right? (laughs) In terms of like the people I was partnered with. But like like that, I just felt burned out. I felt like I couldn't like just be doing that anymore. I wanted to be employed and I wanted some sense of stability and I wanted to be in control of like how I engage with my money. So uh, when we started then doing the work, that was such a long time ago, you were still doing affirmations, right? Um, (laughs) But what I Yeah, that's like when I started off with affirmations and was seeing that people were not really shifting as much. 
but hey, it's been a journey. But there were like some really practical things in there, you know, that yeah. for me benefited me deeply. The budgeting just kind of kept me on course with life. Yes, you know, it was, yes. At that point, the work was I so was good. teaching the bank account challenge then. Like I've been teaching the bank account challenge for a very, very long time. This is very, yeah. very true. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it was like the, there were practical elements that were like really, really beneficial to me. Do you yeah. know? Um, so, so being on board at that point was, you know, was that. And then perhaps yeah. I guess you could say we, we stopped kind of doing the work in that way, in that context, right? Yeah. Um, until the course would then relaunch in what? Was it 2015, 2016? Uh, 2017, believe it or not. Let me just quickly explain to everyone. So guys, between 2014, at the end of 2014, so 2012 to 2014, I was teaching the bank account challenge work, basically, right? But then at around about 2014, I was already doing spirit of money work and the meditations and all that. But low key, super, super scared that like people would find out that this is actually how I'm shifting my private clients to have great breakthroughs because I was super scared that everybody would think that this was like, you know, not too on the up and up like already people were asking me what is the spirit of money work is it christian is it spiritual what is going on so there were a lot of questions being raised and people saying that they were scared of me and i was feeling like oh my gosh i can't do this work then i went traveling and the work kept following me right i went to india i moved to south korea and then around about 2016 i was in south korea then i opened up um, what is it like with the practice group, um, uh, on Facebook, I had a mastermind with Joan Cebeza and Numveliso, and then I started teaching them the meditations and the work. So first I started trying to do the course without the meditations. And I saw that they weren't receiving the breakthroughs that I knew was so possible. So mm-hmm. then I had to take the leap and do that. And then Numveliso came on board um at the end of 2016 and started sharing the meditations and the work and her story and the truth to kind of like temper the fears right and then 2017 the course launched properly properly so yeah that's the story behind this course (laughs) when the course actually launched because i thought that i caught up late but um the reason why i thought that i caught up late to the course right is because time you were visiting um south africa in 2015 i know it was 2015 because of the apartment i was in and yeah. um i was frazzled i was quite frustrated you know you came to see me you were having meetings here in Joburg, and then you said let me come yeah. see you you know and yeah. i was in a state and then you you said close your eyes <laughs> you know, I want you to call in your spiritual counsel like anybody you feel comfortable with you know you sat me down on the couch and you actually took me through I think it was a higher self meditation yeah probably those were the um, left 
scary ones that I was willing to yeah. let the yeah. let people in on. <laughs> so it was like I think I was I was just coming out of a persuading. Now it comes yes. into the second part uh, the, or the second question: Why do this work as a sangong? So yes. I had just come out of epesweni. So epesweni is where you go to um, as sangoma or as a person who is, you know, um, needing to 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 initiate. You know, yeah. not initiate because it's not quite the word, but English to twasa uh, and become yeah. a sangong. So I went epesweni, and then this was after epesweni. And it was, yeah, no, I think I was just seeing small fires in terms of um, readjusting to life and having identity yeah. and, you know, and the thing yeah. is that we as Isangoma, we talk about this, you know, we say yeah. it's like the post-petro trimester, do you know? Oh, wow. It's like that first year is over. You know, after epiphany, so, the first year of being a sangoma, don't even call yourself a sangoma. Don't even think you know what you're doing. You're just like, you're still recalibrating. Do you yeah, know? Yeah. And then it's only really after about three years that you kind of know what you're doing. And about yeah. five years that you're going to get to that place, you know, and then yeah. there's this there's something that happens that's more exponential. I haven't gotten there yet. I'll tell you how it is next year. <laughs> Actually, what you're saying, it feels a lot like literally that's what happened with me with this work. When I started off in 2012, like the first two years were great because it was how people were teaching money stuff, right? It was affirmations. I was talking about budgeting, etc. Then 2014, I was like this weirdo. And then it didn't stop all the way until 20, uh, 2017. And that was like the fifth year where I was like, okay, I'm not going to lie to people because people are seeing different things. That what I'm teaching isn't what they are hearing my private clients talk about. And then these mm -hmm. private clients are getting these breakthroughs and sharing with the world. And they're like, but this woman says nothing about any of this. Yes, the Akashic so, Records. Yeah, I heard I heard Melvin talking about the Akashic Records. I saw it on on um on Facebook. So I was just like, what the hell is this now? Like and that was that was like I was like, what's going on? Like what am I like what is going on? Do you know? And um so for me I I was when I initiated, I was explained to that there is a difference between myself as an individual mm -hmm. and myself mm -hmm. as a healer through ah. whom my ancestors work, right? So yeah. Unomabu has like a whole different paradigm from Uhani. Do you know? Yes. And yes. Um, honey needs the work. Period. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> and there's this other element of it wherein we're told epiphany, or I was told epiphany, you know, that if if you allow something to fester in your heart, when somebody comes mm. to you and is looking for solutions to their life, you're only yeah. gonna see your own problems. Yeah. Now there's a whole other element to that that is incredibly powerful, which is when somebody comes in, excuse, 
Bless you. When somebody comes in into your life, you need to know that a problem that they have in their life could be mirrored somewhere in your life. Every single person who comes mm. in, right, has a problem that is mirrored in your life. That's why you need to heal mm. it. Whether it's in this lifetime, whether it's in your ancestors' issues or your own issues, it's there, right? So yeah. it's about cultivating that awareness, right? So the thing is, when you are now frustrated as an individual, so honey is going through issues, honey is not okay, honey's got this and that problem, honey can't do the things she needs to do. Do you understand? Mm, like she yeah. can't. I can't, yeah. I can't function like in as a healer if I'm festering. Mm, so it's yes. really important, do you know, that like yeah. I do the work of preserving my own sanity, my own self. Mm, you know? So yes. that was that was like a, a, a really major thing for me. And then the final thing is that, again, there is separation between self, ancestors, self and ancestors. So yeah. it's like when we do the work, you know, yes. uh, to be the preservation of legacy. So yes. we need to speak to um, the issues that come up in those in Yes, often it comes up, like I've had situations where it comes up um, and yeah. in a meditation where it's like, yes, can you please get your nails done? Do you know? <laughs> and I want to get to this. this I want to get how, to this. This is not how you're supposed to look. Okay. But like, basically, there are things that are going to be both, right? Because it's like, yeah. it's like to preserve this legacy, you need to present this way. And for yeah. money to be attractive, you need to be attractive. There's those things where there's overlap. And then there's those things where yeah. there's almost no overlap i don't know how to explain it it it's not that there's no overlap but they, it's 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 more complex so it's yeah. like the subconscious mind right this yes. work that's maybe the best separation this work deals more with the subconscious mind and it's processing in the present right yes. and what i do as isangoma deals more with the ancestors and their influence on the present and sometimes yes. it is an overlap but often it is not the same thing so yes. i can't i can't do one and not do the other do you know yes I, I, this is not the only work that i do right yes so I like my work and you know work that can be self-healing that people can do and facilitate for themselves right yes that is with the ancestors and releasing things in that space and all of that right yeah i've got this work that is yes. to do with my subconscious to do with my higher self right to do yes. with my inner child right yes we're completely yes. different paradigm then i've got yes. my work that i do with my other coach which is to do yes. with my emotion which is like my present emotions. What's going on right now? Do you know? Like yes. how am I What's frustrating me? How do I want to clear it? How do I want to, you know? Yes. Like what do I want to see? And it's like, I have to take care of my emotional, my emotional mind, my psychological mind, my spiritual mind, 
you know yes. just as much as i have to take yes. care of my body do you know yes I can't have any element of these things out of balance or else i'm not going to be able to accomplish what i'm trying to accomplish i'm not going to be able to live my purpose and my truth i think for me this makes me a better healer like understanding yeah. that all those things need to be taken into account do you know yeah. all those things there are some people yeah. out there you know they walk in to my practice and i know oh yeah you're just you know i'm i'm the channel for you to find the wealthy money work because <laughs> that's true people found... will say your sister sent me to you <laughs> like no yeah. there are some people whose issues are so deep in their families do you know and it's not yeah. in, in 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 the ways that i can help do you understand yes we will do what we have to do but like there's certain things once those things are in place now it's a yeah. matter of personal agency do you know yes. people agency all too easily and this work yes. is an incredible way to reconnect with agency do you yes. know um, i always yes. say the ancestors for me found like it brought me to feminism do you know because yes. they took gender out of the equation and brought me to a soul level you know yes. so that brought me to feminism but this yes. work then took me beyond just that to agency yes. do you know yes. how do i use my feminist agency like for yes. me my personal growth and development as a person without apology do you know? And like where there is apology, I have to investigate it. I have to investigate yes. it. We're, we've got these ideas about humble, being humble and humility, right? And that's incredibly yes. important in, in my life as the Sangoma. But then I have yes. to really be aware when the ancestors are starting to, you know, get, get frustrated with me, but mm. I feel that I'm being humble. Do you yes. know? And they're yes. saying, no, you're, you're actually like standing in the way of us right now. Yeah. Like you're not doing what we're, and I'm like, but what you asking me to do feels arrogant and what and what. And then when I come to do this work, then I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm playing small. I'm shrinking. I'm yes. not using my voice. I'm, yes. you know, this is actually to do with the vow of visibility. You know, this yes. is a God food. Do you know? Yes. Like understanding these things because things are things are incredibly simple once yep. you've got the, the whole picture right yeah when you put the whole picture and you're looking in retrospect and you come through a certain period then you understand yep. the causality of things so yes yes you know, terrible thing had to happen in my life to trigger this response that would then lead me to this understanding and without this understanding i wouldn't be able to take the next step in my life right now mm. without that understanding yes. the first terrible thing is potentially just a wound yes exactly because right? i think that's the thing is that sometimes we try to jump instantly to forgiveness and gratitude without healing and this without and what we're not realizing exactly and without healing the nervous system so we are such we are in this culture where we are taught that forgiveness is amazing it's great 
no doubt forgiveness is amazing and great, but all those emotions that precede forgiveness are there for a reason without integrating them, without feeling them, without processing them. We can never get to a full place of fully going, I am ready to truly forgive. And then from the space of forgiveness, you get to where you're talking about that you start to have this deep, <clears throat> profound understanding that this had to happen so that this could happen, so that I could be awakened in this way. And that's like yeah. the next layer that we talk about in the Money Magic course, the lesson on forgiveness, which is when we do forgiveness work, which is finding the gratitude in the situation. I would yeah. never ever ask someone who is deeply traumatized and may spend even months and years processing the trauma to go straight to forgiveness and then instantly find the gratitude. No way. You know, it's a full process and healing is this process. So I'm so glad yeah. you brought that up. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the practices is not either or, like you said, yes. you know, it's not yes. like you go to a GP or you go to a dentist. It's like you go yes. to both, you know, exactly. in different things, you know? Yeah. So, um, for me, it's, it's, it's incredibly important. It's incredibly important that we, as people just develop a culture of doing the work and tools, you know, sets of tools for doing the work. Do you know? I always say um, our work is so different in that my work is that I am here yes. future yeah. person, yeah. a certain way of, of looking at the world and understanding, you know? Yeah. And yeah. certain things. This, it, like, it's just certain things. Like if I've taught you how to make up a bed, I don't have to be in your life forever. Do you exactly. understand? Exactly. Yeah. But it's, it's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's, it's a different kind of work. Like a Sangoma, yeah. we stand in the gap for parents. We stand in the gap where people don't know their cultures. And we stand in the gap yes. between dimensions, right? Yes. So and the quickly and the alive okay mm. and we we navigate in that space in the in between right yes. but now there's, there's certain simple things um once i've you know you some people tend to come to us in crisis that's the thing that i absolutely you know i i don't like that culture i would like for people yeah. to come to Sangoma as a matter of course within one's life not as a thing that you do regularly though do you know yeah <laughs> you can come to i'm me laughing because you you lament about that don't come to me regularly don't make no, me your regular person like, i'm not the thing you know, I speak, I'm facilitating a conversation between yourself and your ancestors. Your ancestors make me aware of a certain problem. I yeah. deal with that problem. Do you understand? Oh, yeah. we find the source of that problem. Oh, your parents were never married. Oh, okay. This is how we can adjust with this, right? Yes. We do the necessary ceremonies. Once those yes. necessary ceremonies are done, now I teach you how to continue that relationship. You maintain yes. that relationship all by yourself right yes which is yes. You, 
you use your candles, we are parasite, you pray, when you feel moved to fast, yeah. you fast, you journal your dreams, you revisit your dream journal to see what it is that, you know, is being said to you at different times. Yes. You're learning to tune into your intuition, right? So oh, maybe I love like, what you're saying, honey. First year that you see me, first three months that we get together, we're working. I don't work on yes. a person for longer than three months because if, if your treatment can't be spread out over a long period of time, like we come in, we do what needs to be done. We're over, yes. right? And yes. then after that now, you can see me about once a quarter where we're establishing your own practice, right? Yes. And maybe there'll be some big things, or you understand that might yeah. come up that come up when they come up as necessities do you know yes. like you go yes. to get a flu shot at the doctor get a vaccination at the doctor those things yeah. fine go through by all means but you don't yeah. go to the gp every month do you understand yes. what or yes. the dentist every month the dentist did a deep clean extracted you know that that deep problem right yeah uh, that, that that rotting tooth put in a filler and then gave you the tools. Here's your floss, here's your toothbrushes. You don't need to come to me again for a year. When we'll do another yes. clean and then you yes. know, you carry on that way and you're gonna have pristine teeth. That's how my work is, right? Yes. That is like, cause our relationships with our ancestors, people don't understand. Our ancestors are literally our family members. It's not like some crazy, Goodness knows what. No, it's just like your grandmother who's not here anymore. And her yes. grandmother. And her grandmother's grandmother. And her grandmother's grandmother's grandmother. And like, yeah. that's just like, just think of that, like that lineage of grandmotherly love that is all driving itself into you. Do you know? Yes. And then multiply it by <laughs> infinity. <laughs> Do you know? That's your ancestors. Um, mm. that relationship is there. It's in your blood. It's like literally DNA. You're carrying it. So you, it's thank like you work do this work. You yep. are constantly thinking, right? You're constantly mm. thinking, making new neural pathways yes. in your mind. You know, like one event boosts your confidence and another one breaks it. You know, this yes. triggers your, your desire to become more visible and this one, like, you know, shrinks it. Do you know? Exactly. So you to consistently be interrogating mm -hmm. that. You cannot, like, sit, you know? Exactly. Like, you and also because we are consistently uh -huh. dealing with money, right? Mm -hmm. So every time we deal with money, something else is being triggered, something else is coming up. We're consistently going after our income goals. So something right. else is coming up. We're consistently paying bills, you know, or buying things or creating new debts or yes. investing in new things. So it's every a consistent time. relationship. Yeah, like every time you touch money, like the bank account challenge for me is crazy, right? Because uh, <laughs> before COVID, um, and she did this amazing new medita uh, meditation with the money tree. Hey, my God, that meditation is my life. It makes me so happy. Yo, when I'm under that tree and that money falls on me, it's just like, whoa, no. <laughs> So, yeah, that's the new meditation in the bank account challenge, you guys. So the bank account challenge now has meditations 
thanks to COVID, right? <laughs> yeah, because like before that exercise was the day when we would take cash and do yes. all our transactions with cash, you know? Yes. And it's like, I don't know how many, I've done every single bank account challenge, you know? <laughs> yeah. and it's like, I won't lie, man. There's one person who makes me do these things. But when I'm musical, like, I'm just like, never. <laughs> you see, people came in and it was like, people just did the work. And I was like, I was looking at my life and I was looking at music and I was like, but was this person, this is just a person like me. And she's doing this work daily, daily. I was like, no, man. <laughs> No, I'm not here to play. I can see that I can see the results. Like Miso and Nongdeliso, okay? Because you know, you know how it is. I've been doing this work for twelve, like eight years. As long as the work has been existing, I've been doing the work. And then the course comes, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I want the course. I want the course. Look, like, you so yep. what had happened was, um, I think uh, Nongdeliso and Mizo, I don't know if they knew each other or what was happening, or if they no, were they both didn't. in the mastermind, or if they were in the mastermind with no, you. No, Namveliso had been in the course for a while, right? So she was really the star student. And then Mizo joined the course in 2017. So Nam remember what the master course in 2017. I learned yes, I joined the course in 2017. Yes, so Namveliso started um in the mastermind in 2016 it was not Belisa Leone and Joe and they yes. were my mastermind crew and then yes, in 20 so then in 2017 comes <laughs> Misa and yes, so it's she, not that I wasn't taking the work seriously it's that the true. work didn't make this for me to take seriously true very because true. I mean my only lag was in that window between yes. um, the time you were in uh, South Korea and then up to 2016, 2017. So when 2017 yeah. rolls around, um, it's about May of 2017 when yeah. um, Mizo kind of hits my radar. Right. No, it and was actually September of 2017. Yeah, it was right before I moved to Thailand because in May I was still in South Korea. And then... Uh, it was 2018 then, May of 2018. <laughs> All I know is I know it was May because I know where I was and why I was there. And like, no, okay. May of 2018. So it was like, I had signed up in 2017 and maybe... I, I had my, I was running at that moment in time, two companies. Do you know? Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. And it was like really hectic and lots of travel all the time. Do you know? And yeah. um, I don't think that I had as much time. Do you know? Yeah. And I did a lot of um, more of like the spirit of money work than yeah. um like the Artashic records and those things. I hadn't like gone deep into the course. Do you know? Yeah. I, was like, I did my first spirit of money meditation. And now keeping in mind ne, um, yeah. that I am a Sangoma. So my body is like a barometer. So it's like my body yeah. is an incredibly sensitive instrument. So like yeah. I feel sensation at a, like the softest sensation feels very intense to me. 
So like I w- went through my first spirit. I, was it the spirit of money? It was a lesson one meditation anyway. And we had to see <laughs> where the feeling Think about something and where the feeling is in your body. I still remember to this day, there was a blue, green light, but painful. And it was like in my back, right behind my heart. Yeah. It must have been the... It must have been the lesson one meditations because those yes. take you into your body and to feel yes. what's going on yes. in your body. Yes. So I'm the kind of person I I can have access to everything, right? But yeah. if I am supposed to be doing this aspect of something, that's yeah. the aspect I focus on all the time. So I say yes. until this thing is somehow diminished, I probably stayed on lesson one from the yeah. time the course launched until yes. that first bank account challenge that I remember Miso also being a part of in May of 2018. Okay. Yes. Because, and I needed to do that. And I needed mm-hmm. to be there because it's like, I can't move. What am I doing in Akashic Records if lesson one meditations show me flames in my body? Now I yes. do lesson one meditations and it's like, I have done nothing. <sighs> You know what I mean? Because the body is not like the the mind, all that infrastructure that was so reactive, right? Yeah. Cleared. So um, the thing was, so the trigger was probably six months, right? After the course has started that this happened for me. So actually I'm still like one of the ancestors of this thing. eh? Still one of the ancestors. (laughs) Of being recognize but there I was and measles. You know, like bank account challenges in general are difficult, and then measles is just like she was in here, and I'm like, have I known about this non-veliso character? This one? Who is this one? Do you know? But then she had these shades. She had these shifts, you know? And I remember yeah. I was in France, that, that bank account challenge. That week, I was in France. And I was just yeah. like, I don't care. I wake up first before everybody in this house. I don't care what party we were in, where, okay? Because I was with Liapa and I was with Tapang. So you know we were yeah. partying hard. Do you know? Yeah. So like I wake up and I make sure that I do this challenge because nobody who just discovered my sister yesterday is going to get results I can't get. Never. You know? So I was I was like I was in it. Do you know? And then yeah. um Miso, you know, uh, then 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 non talked about our cashic records and stuff, and I was just like how come I haven't come up to that yet? You know, but I was still yeah. going literally according to the course. Do you know? And yeah. this course is funny because it's not like you can finish the course because, like, when you get yeah. to like you've done this, then they've added more more modules to like lessons <laughs> that you've completed, and now you haven't completed them anymore. So you know, it's not like a linear thing. It's still the, True. The in a linear fashion, and yeah. Um, so, so it was, it was that, like, it was seeing yeah. other people gain results that made me just yeah. want to commit even harder. And, um, wow. wow. And, then, and to oh, be oh, honest, I, I do think, I do think, I mean, obviously now, 
then it was like there were star students, but now there are not really any star students because so many no. people are just doing the work consistently. Yes. So everybody's yes. showing up. I mean, we yes. got like all, all the various students that I interviewed because everybody is doing the work. But back yeah. then, I think it was, people were still like, we're not sure about this meditation thing, but you're right. Seeing other people have the shift, people were like, I'm going to build a bridge between me and my issues with meditation. I'm going to do yeah. it. And then I'm going to yeah. figure out what the heck the spirit of money thing is and just make it work. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. No, it was like, yeah, I guess, you know, I saw huge shifts. Um, and then I saw myself shrink back and I saw, and it's, yeah. But yeah. And I want to get to the shifts that you've seen, right? Because yeah. I think that's the, that's the interesting part because I always say to people, please don't force your family members into the work. Meanwhile, my family members are busy. Like I've got my aunts doing the work. I've got my sister doing the work. I've got my cousins doing the work. But in all honesty, I never asked you guys to do it. You know, people just stepped up and elected themselves and said, hey, I'm seeing a shift in you. Um, I, I don't, I just want to know what is going on in that shift. Cause we are yeah. literally our own, um, brands and advertisements. So if I'm walking around and the people closest to me are like this one, she's still the same. She still has the same drama. She still has the same anything. Don't see her outside being like that then there's mm. nothing that I can do to make you guys do the work or to want to be mm. part of the journey. You know, yeah. the only reason when I'm just thinking of Andre and everyone that's come on board to do the work and even like um, the people that sit down and have conversations with me when I get home, it's because they have, they've known me for long for all yes. my life actually. Yes. And they have seen how I react to things, how I behave with things. They've seen my entire behavior with money change as well. And I think that is so powerful. And I've seen that for you as well, right? But before yeah. we even go into that, we have a running joke in the student group, right? That these Sangomas of today, you see them looking hot, hot. These are not the Sangomas <laughs> of old man. <laughs> And yet we also know your story around the looking hot, hot and getting your nails done and your hair done. And I remember this one post that you did where your spirit of money kept on, I would say haunting you because you kept on talking about that for a long time. And all yeah. your spirit of money wanted you to go do was your hair, your nails, just to look good and to look pretty. And the whole thing was, my gosh, but that costs money, hey? Like, I'm trying to save money, and here's my spirit of money telling me to go spend money. And not just yep. random types of money. Like, I must look hot and good. Yes. What was the shift in that? Because that is so counterintuitive. And, as, and I know most people would think, yo, Vangile, you run this online money course, and yet... You, you allow people when they hear their spirit of money telling them to go spend whatever little bit they've got on their, whatever last pennies they've got to go do their hair and nails. These are not mm. important things. What, mm. what shifts did you notice when you started looking hot and started being like, I am here for this? <laughs> so it was, 
Um, okay, so when I went to go to Asana, I yeah. could, I had, it was probably like the whole of 2014 or something where I couldn't have nails for about six months before me getting a I couldn't yeah. have nails. My, my nail plate would be like really, really sore. And then like my cuticles would do crazy things. Um, yeah. From around 2012 already, I could no longer have like weaves. Do you know? Like I couldn't have done my hair like this because I would yeah. have like really intense headaches, you know, situations yeah. like that. So that was then like now, you know, if Rosie needs their time in me, do you know yeah. and where i look like they looked right and yeah. then i go when i wear the clothes that represents them and all my time is spent trying to build that relationship with them so that was yeah. when i went with between right yeah so the years leading up to that were the years of you know me not being able to have my nails done anymore because of the pain and me not being yeah. able to have my hair done in like western style so i yeah. i you know went into like amasunzu like the grace jones look very you know beautiful african you know hairstyles but i also didn't know what was kind of driving me to to find and research those things but i think the ancestors had something to do with that because you know yeah. became a very important part of my personal aesthetic yeah but now you to say i'm a course when i come out i can't cut my hair and yeah. all the african hairstyles that i have been doing have been involving cutting my hair and then yeah. um okay fine braids are allowed and things like that but um I can't just have anybody touch my head, you yeah. know, you know, and like, then I, I heal with my hands. So I can't yes. just have anybody touch my hands, yes. do you know? So yes. um, it becomes a thing, do you know? And then like, you yeah. want to look nice, you know, and then now you're dealing with medicine all the time. And then you've got like, you know, the medicine, it's like, even if you yeah. wash it out, it's stained now, like African potatoes, like black. Do you know, yes. it's going to stay on your skin, even if your yeah. nail is clean. And then when a person is looking at your hands, they're like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Don't wash your hands. Yeah. Do you know? Different things like <laughs> yeah. that. So, um, what happens is then, you know, um, I'm having a, a higher self meditation and my higher self says to me about, yeah, we need, you know, you, you, you would have your hair done. You should have your nails done, you know, and she advises and I'm like, okay, cool. Sure. No problem. And at that point, um, things financially, it would have been like, it would have been significant to add that to my budget. Do you yes. know? And then, um, it's funny because then very recently, so the person that I was letting in the house is my name, yeah. right? Um, and <laughs> The last time she was here, two days after she was here, Vulan actually like called me at 7 a.m., right? So I had my yeah. hair and makeup done probably that Tuesday. It was a Tuesday, I think. Yeah. I had the hair and nails done, right? They came here, did a house call. No. So are you still they, telling us the story or the journey? Yes. Let's not jump. Yes. Okay. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So I had the nails done, right? This is yeah. two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Had the nails no, done on three a weeks ago. No, I'm talking about the very first time your spirit of money. Yes, office, but which like was you years need to ago. hear it all if you're going to understand it. 
Okay. You have to understand the principle of first mention and let a person speak. Okay, <laughs> so, okay. Three weeks ago, I was told, so it was probably a month ago, it was still during lockdown level, you know, high, level three yeah. now, I think we had moved to, and I was told by the ancestors that I had to get my hair and nails done, right? Yeah. So I hadn't had my hair and nails done since before lockdown, so that was eight weeks, right? Yeah. So now I'm sitting and I make the appointment, and then third week, right? Yeah. Um, I get, so now, listen, let here, I didn't say my higher self told me to do this. I said my ancestors told me to do this. Okay? Yes. The appointment yes. three weeks ago. I make the appointment three weeks ago. I get my hair and nails done. Cool. Two days later, does Mpula not call me at 7 a.m.? And she says, I hope wherever you are that you look good. Because I will not have a child of mine looking scruffy right now. There is no so, excuse. Do you know? So to guys, that like is my mom. <laughs> my mom's, my no, mom's no. pet hate is to look like like what she always says is like to look like poverty you know or suffering and I'm always like hi bo you know and walk around looking like you're suffering confuse <laughs> the enemy whatever but also like it's really really important I don't know you know like I explain to people like you really because people's ancestors come through and they be like like you look ashy like why do you look so ashy like that is my blood that's my dna and i never would have treated it like that and you're out here acting like my things deserve to look this way like stop it look after me because like by looking after yourself you are looking after it's because you are looking ashy just go have a bath nobody I was like, wants to give you money because you look dusty nobody trusts you because you look dusty do you know and it's like there's people out there who don't moisturize after they shower every single time it's like moisturizing is for a sometimes thing it's like i've got three layers of moisturizer just for my body <laughs> do you know like are we not aware like this is a vessel that is inherited yeah. and you know you are going to pass it on and when you start you know it's funny it's karma it's the karmic yeah. cycles the same way that you're clearing them in this work there's these other karmic cycles that get formed in the blood of one's blood where if if i don't look after this thing then i create yes. um, the dna signature Yes. to not look wow. after it so when the next generation comes they go deeper into that signature it's now a karmic Ooh. signature of the bloodline then by wow. the time it gets to the third generation a person like me a sangoma has to come through and like do heavy work to undo one person's actions right so wow. for me that that's where the higher self and the ancestors they're always on the same page do you understand yeah. yeah so i wanted to get to that day because we were all like wow hallelujah you went to the hairdresser and you did the thing because oh, that, that day okay that was the that time you were talking about the very was, very there first was, there time was a wedding. there was a wedding yes the right? very I first the time let me tell you 
Let me tell you. Let me tell you. So it was, I wasn't yet like doing exotic hairstyles. I'm now a Sangoma. We've got a wedding to attend and I've got to do nails. And they, the, the higher self meditation keeps saying I have to go do my hair and nails. And I just decide, you know what? I'm going to find the best salon in the city to do this. And I'm going to book and I'm in a budget and it's going to cost what it's going to cost. Do you know? Uh, no, but honey, you, you are telling it in a like uh, yes. a fast way. There was a whole process where eventually YZ was like, please just go get the nails and hair done. <laughs> you know how Look, I don't was. know what I put you guys through at that moment in time, but I'll tell you why I'll do my hair and nails every single time the ancestors tell me to now. <laughs> Because if you were in the group on that Friday that I was getting my hair and nails done, you know what was happening in my bank account. As I was sitting, I had to like borrow my hands back and be like, yay, this one just paid me. Like money was just coming in, like random money. Like I think SARS paid me, this, you know, like, Money you even got an international payment. You were like, oh my God, money from overseas, things are happening. Like money was just coming in in that two hours, three hours that I was in the salon. Do you know? Like money was chasing me. Like while I, when I decided to make myself look cute, money just like beat the door down to me, you know? Yeah. And so, so now it's, um, I've forgotten that. I've forgotten that entirely. And you know, and no. I remember that because it was like, uh, I'm already spending money to go to this wedding and then there are outfits and then now I'm being told to go look cute and do things and specifically being told to go to an expensive salon and to get my hair done all these things and then all that happened so the yeah. reason why I'm asking this is because a lot of these our money management skills and what we have been taught about money is so counterintuitive to when yeah. we sometimes do this work, right? Yes. Anyone else would have said to you, go look for a cheaper salon, let's try to make it easier, etc." But all the money magic students having done the work were like, yo, it's been days already. Can you find yourself in a spot and just do the stuff, even if it's what you've been told, trust that. And I think that's where the course becomes very different because yes, we do the budgets, we do mm. the um, income stuff, we do all that, but none yeah. of us could have foreseen that going to an expensive salon, doing all these things would start to unblock your finances in such but an incredible like, manner. Okay. So it's like, if my money is vibrating at that frequency, and yeah. I'm looking ashy. I will exactly. not be upset with my money. Do you understand? Mm. But the minute I start to vibrate, to do things, to get myself to vibrate yes. at the frequency at which my money is vibrating, right? Yeah. Then boom, I'm within. Then it's aligned. Then I'm aligned oh. with my money. Do you understand? Honey, my you money said that so well. My, 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 my money frequency is just not ashy, fam. It's just not. Like, it's so just true. not. My ancestors are not ashy. I don't come from ashy people. Mm. My money is mm. not ashy. I am not ashy. Do you understand? I'm not yeah. ashy as a sangoma. My budget is not ashy. Like, my, like, no. 
the frequency <laughs> at which my money vibrates. I'm not doing this to money. I'm not jumping yes. trying to get money. Do you understand? Yeah. I'm trying to live in such a manner that if I am aligned with my purpose, my divine purpose, mm. then anything else around me will ensure that like the frequencies required for my safety, mental, psychological, exactly. spiritual safety are in place. And the frequency required for me to align with my money is in place. But there's a few things that are needed here and there. Do you know? Yeah. Like I yeah. need to do maybe yoga for my health frequency, but I need yeah. to do this, you know, and yeah. this. For, for, for my money yeah. frequency, you know, yeah. and I need to do like my drums, nokita, for, for my spiritual frequency. Do you understand? Yes. So yes. Honey, I love that you said that, hey, because I'll never forget the conversation that you and I had around this frequency. And I remember you saying, maybe the thing that, that, uh, that helps you expand fastest is to just travel, sleep, Wine at dine, wine oh, and yes. dine at fancy restaurants, yes. and that may that may be the thing. If your spirit of money, and I was also in that thing where I'm like, my spirit of money asked me to go to random countries, stay on the beach, on the ocean, get an incredible ocean view. Is that the that your yes. money is broadcasting yes. or vibrating on? That's what you have to do. Do you know? And then I started doing that, you know, and I remember that conversation literally changed everything for me because even me, even though I teach this work, I am also a student of the work as, this, as the money magic yes. students keep coming through and saying. Yes. So when you said that, it kind of like unlocked things for me. So I was like, wait, so you mean like if I just chill on a hammock and go sleep on the beach and relax for hours on the beach, my stuff will just like start to pop and do stuff. And you were like, well, history tells us that that is the truth. And I just started doing that. Just changed the way that I did business. I was like, well, apparently my money frequency is about ease. Like my money does not work on the frequency of me killing myself, you know, yes. and the shift was phenomenal. And I think that's yes. where the spirit of money work becomes incredible because yes. you can start to understand where your frequency is. And as you work with your higher self, she will tell you what it is that she needs in order to have those financial breakthroughs. Okay. Yes. So honey, I want to ask, Two, well, yeah, two more questions actually, because it's going to be a while. We have to wrap it up, right? Because it is long. So, my next question to you is Can you share some of the shifts that you've seen around money? Uh, I'm sure, like, definitely, are you still spending like 50,000 pounds in a month? <laughs> is that like a thing? 50,000 pounds to spend. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but so, seeing okay. what, um, knowing what you know with your finances, what have you seen shift, right? Okay. So for me, you know, okay, for the finances, like, you know, the one thing for me, I will always remember the anxiety I had around invoicing ah, in 2012, yes. right? Yes. Um, yo, I had issues with invoicing. That was like almost like the reason why I needed a job so that I never had to issue an invoice so that I never had yeah. to follow up a payment. 
do you know yes, and now yes. as a sangoma you know and in terms of how i run my services and stuff it's like my bank details are ready yay like it's just a copy paste <laughs> away do you know and it's like the, a number of and i think there used to be so many issues with like receiving money do you know like yeah. getting access there was this problem once i picked up that i had um that bulimia money bulimia lots of money in and lots of money out then i started yeah. to get scared about receiving money remember yeah and then it's kind of like just wanting to only receive money for exactly what you need and not more exactly you yes. you're going to waste it you don't trust yourself yes. with money anymore, right yes. um so it would actually make me some type of tense when a yes. direct deposit hits right yes. so it's always like even looking at rather do a trade exchange than to pay for a service than to wow. get paid for a service because it's like okay i know that i want your service but like i can't trust myself because you're going to pay me and then i'm never going to come back to you so rather yeah. i do a trade exchange things like that it really was just yeah. too much right it was just too True. much now it's like in a day i i won't say how much <laughs> I won't say, but it's like, there's a lot of transactions that happen and it doesn't feel like anything. And when I say run me my money, it doesn't feel like anything anymore. It's like, run me my money. Just do that. Like, that's it. You know, so that's a huge shift. Um, yeah. That like my invoice is always, yeah. like my invoice is five two. Do you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. okay. And then, yeah. um, and you're just shocked how many people um have that problem of invoicing with my private clients it's literally one of yeah. the first things that we do it's like we do that work around invoicing and i yeah. promise you within like three or four months everybody's like my favorite thing in the world is to issue an invoice like how much do you owe me again don't don't wait don't wait too long like in five minutes that invoice will be there the way the sensation of a direct deposit up your spine <laughs> <Yes>. okay <laughs> last question last okay question. so i love that right so how do you keep up to date with the inner work do you have a schedule uh, that you follow uh, or a routine like that you wake up in the mornings and you do this because people are always saying that oh my god we're so short of time so we don't so that means that we can't do the work and I always say to people actually if you do the work you're going to have more time because the yeah. point of the work is okay. to help you increase your budget Capacity. to help you increase your money so that you can hire other people you know, yeah. so that you can do more and expand and delegate and hire coaches and do things that right now, especially as an entrepreneur, you do on your own because you're so in the small details and worried about making the money. But once money starts coming, you can start to outsource things. So how do you find the time and how do you make the time? Ooh, okay, so my, my, my life is a very, very busy life. Um, but for me, um, doing the work is part of that busy. It's like, I, I, I don't necessarily find the time to do the work. Because yeah. it's like, there's no life without the work. Do you know? <laughs> yeah. So for me, it's not, that's not how I prioritize it. Do you know? Yeah. If I'm okay. skipping and I've got like, 
half an hour, I'm like, what? Like, but there's always something was on you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. There's always something on you. Like, you know, I've been having an incredibly happy time lately. Do you know I've been yes. doing? I've been, but you know, the thing is, the funny thing is, I've been feeling really yes. So I've been doing the work a lot. So I've been tapping, I've been meditating, I've been drumming, I've been, you know, doing my candle work. Yeah. I've been, you know, I've been steaming, I've been perhaps one more tea, I'm journaling, I'm doing every I've, I've just been in that space and yeah. it's made me incredibly happy. So it's yeah. um I, I I would never even think about like prioritizing yeah. how to squeeze in the work right yes, but sometimes true. things get hectic okay yeah sometimes things get hectic where um and the sangoma people might come from far away and they have to stay with me when they yeah. are actually you know taking their treatment so they have to come yeah. here and take their treatment because otherwise they wouldn't be able to come as a day you know day treatment kind of a thing right yeah. So in those cases, then it's like there's less time for myself, you know, yes. um, because yes. I'm, I'm kind of holding space 24-7. A person's kind of having a micro retreat with me. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Then in yes. those times, um, and they can be like seasonal with it's just a lot of people at once. Then yes. I tend to um, almost incorporate certain elements of the work into my day-to-day life. Like, yes. you know me and Ho'oponopono while driving, it makes the yeah. time get shorter, right? Yeah. It's a major one for yeah. me. Um, yeah. Falling asleep to an Akashic Records meditation. Like, I can yes. see it tight. It doesn't matter. The Akashic Records is in the Akashic Records anyway. Do you know? Yes. So if, if I'm going to fall asleep to an Akashic Records meditation, whatever my subconscious mind or soul yeah. is doing in the Akashic, it's still going to get yeah. done. I don't have to come yeah. back and conscientize myself about it. Yeah. Do you know? But then um, certain things... Yo, are you guys like, are deep. Like, the way some students love Akashic Records, I'm like... Mm, no, that one, like, I sometimes was... you need to go in there and, and do that work. But generally, <laughs> yeah. I, say, I say it's a minimum of one meditation a week. Do you know? Yeah, I like that. A minimum of one meditation a week for me. I love that. So it's yeah. like, it just has, it's like, you can't not do it. Do you know? Yeah. Like with my yeah. other coach, with my coach, it's a minimum of one session a month. Right? Yes. Because we do a big, clean, emotional clearing. With yes. my work, I pray every single day. There's not a single day I don't go in, light a candle, and she's in bed. Yeah. With days all concluded, right? Yes. Um, every day. I'm connecting with the ancestors. Um, yeah. But with the meditation, it's a minimum of one meditation a week. And it's like, it might not feel like a lot, right? But yeah. if you are doing something um, that is simple, a foundation element, like yes. a journal with yes. the one meditation a week, you can literally process that meditation for the entire week. That's true. That's, That's very, very true. Journey. Yeah. So you're doing the work. So you're never not yes. like there for yourself. Because it's like yes. the, the, the most painful thing for me is um, when I find myself not like not finding the time for the work. Right. Yes. Um, and feeling like I've let myself down. Yes. Yes. So That's so I true. Don't want that. I don't want yeah. that. So. Yeah, I find the time. The time is there. Yeah, yeah. I I I agree with you. Even now, like 
between I finished a live class with you, right? And then, uh, I finished a live class before our session. Then I sent you a message to say, hey, I've just finished the, um, uh, can we do the recording? And in that downtime, I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to music. And then I was like, let me also do some of my journal prompts for this week around the income challenge and the things that we're working on around income. Because we have very specific journal prompts in the Money Magic Meditate, in the Money Magic course around income and growth and all that. And it's just, it's just that little 30 to, uh, that 30 to 45 minutes I could feel because I was like, oh, I didn't know it's this stuff was even there, you know? It's not like even just, 35 minutes, 40 minutes. Sometimes it's 15 minutes. Sometimes it is 15. Yeah. So I did, um, you know? I did like three or four questions, right? Where I was yeah. asking about the income and I was just like, oh my gosh, that's all there and it's percolating. So I love that because there are ways to make it easier, right? And to, that works for you. Okay, yes. so that is amazing, honey. I can't thank you enough for coming on this on this interview series. You and I can talk forever. I, I have you know? to have this episode on Sangoma Society. No ways. Like people don't know don't know me like this. I don't and I think it, it, it will give them a deeper understanding of why I shared those those um uh post retreats sort of that money you know, uh, yeah. series because it, yeah. for me, this is an integral part of my healing, doing the yes. work on myself. It's not yes. just in Samo. It's also yes. accountability to self, you know, yes. over and wow. above accountability to ancestors. So I really want to share this with my audience as well. Oh no, definitely. By all means, I'm going to send you the, the video so you can do that. I would really appreciate it because we have an amazing YouTube following. And of course your Twitter following is bomb. So um, <laughs> like for real, right? So um, how do people get hold of you? Oh, okay. So um, you go to, Honey, tell a story on any social media platform and you'll find my links there. You can inbox me. It's generally, it's simply book me forward slash um, Sangoma Society for uh, a booking. I'll give you um, the booking link and you can probably pop it underneath the video. I awesome. don't do a conversation outside of consultation because yeah, I've got friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know this. So guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Money Magicians, Wealthy Ones, for showing thank up. You. This is awesome. So honey and I, I so much actually, we work together as well, right? We do retreats together. We do stuff together. We're launching a product together, a healing product together that we've been guided to do for over a 12 month period. So yeah, like definitely I'll send you guys all the details once we've ironed that all out. There's not much ironing out to be done, right? Like we got very strict guidance no, on how to do the next session, ma'am. <laughs> we just have to do the thing, right? Because when guidance comes through, there was no mix matching about that. Even for how long we have to do this for, it was very specific that there are 12 sessions. We do it over 12 sessions, blah, 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 over a year, etc. Yeah. So we'll share all that with you guys. But 
back to the money magic course. When you are feeling, if you've listened to this and you're like, oh my God, I want to be part of this course. This is crazy. Things are happening. This resonates with me and I'm ready to expand financially, to change my finances, to increase my income. Then definitely check it out at wealthy-money.com forward slash money magic. Again, wealthy-money.com forward slash money magic. Go to the link sign up for the course or if the course is closed for registration and you're watching this video during that downtime, then sign up for the waiting list or shoot me an inbox, uh, send me an email, right? So thank you so much, guys. I'll see you next week with another incredible guest for episode five. Okay, bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you find this podcast helpful and enlightening, please can you do me a favor and go leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes or leave a comment on YouTube. And of course, share it with your family and friends. I would really appreciate it because it would help other money magicians who are looking to change their relationship with money find this podcast, which would really make my day. Also, as a bonus, if you're interested in changing your spending habits, I have a complimentary ebook for you. You can download it at wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook. Again, wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook. Have a fantastic day further and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Money Magic Podcast.